0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, May 24th edition. Just a little six-game slate on tap for us here. It'll be in and out before you know it. Hope everybody had a great weekend and enjoyed some time in the uh, living life. Or as we're starting to live life, I hope everybody enjoyed the PGA Championship. Phil Mickelson getting it done. That was pretty darn awesome. If you're ready for this next week's action of the Charles Schwab, you can check out uh, – The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast, myself and Jesse, will record on Monday afternoon to get you ready for this week's PGA DFS action. Also, if you're a season-long fantasy baseball player, check out the Bench with Bubba podcast, two episodes last week. Bubba and the Batflip, as always, on Tuesdays. And last week, I had the special guest, Scott Jenstead of Rotowire. So come check out all that fun stuff. I'm on Twitter at BDEntrick. If you want to join the free fantasy DGEN's Slack chat, feel free to come and hop on in over there. And also check out my written DFS content at rotoballer.com. If you'd like to be a Rotoballer premium member, Use promo code Bubba for a nice percentage off the package of your choice. But uh, let's get cracking. Six games on slap, on tap. We'll be in and out for you here. Real quick, we have Indians at Tigers total of nine. Rockies Mets total of seven. Orioles Twins, nine. Padres Brewers, seven. Cards White Sox, eight. Mariners A's, eight. No real weather concerns. went off the left field in Colorado and the Mets. blowing off the left field in Baltimore at Minnesota as well. So a couple things to look for in those matchups, but let's get to the pitching on this slate. Your top price pitcher is Brandon Woodruff, 10-6 at home against the San Diego Padres. The Padres have been striking out less than 20% of the time for striking and pitching um, in the month of May. So this is a tough one. Like, Woodruff's a beast. He's very, very good. If you're paying all the way up, you want to be contrarian, Woodruff's in play. But fading San Diego Padres is always a a dicey situation. It works. They've been very hit and miss, but uh, Tatis is on fire right now. Maybe Machado sits again. You got that going for you. But they're starting to get healthy. Will Myers is back. Hosmer's back. The the squad is – the COVID situation is winding down for the Padres. So keep an eye on that situation. Um, If you want to pay up and be contrarian, you can go Woodruff. But I think I'll be passing – I think I'll be saving some cash on pitching on this slate. And the top price guy I'm looking at, and I'm not even sure he's my top play, is Blake Snell at $8,900 at the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Blake Snell finally did it. He went six strong in his last outing. He got you almost 30 DK points, striking out 11 over six innings. He has a uh, seven or more Ks in back-to-back starts, five or more Ks in five straight starts. He's basically got up two runs or less in four of his last five, giving you about 15 DK points or more. But usually, you got to pay through the teeth. Now you're only paying 8,900. becomes slightly more intriguing, to say the least. And you're facing a Milwaukee team that, in the month of May, um, well, the whole season they struggle, but in the month of May, striking out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching, it hitting only 203 with a 118 ISO on and a 76 WRC+. So on paper, Snell is a great play. The question is how deep does Snell go in the game? And that's what you have to look into. So if you think he goes at least six, he's phenomenal at $8,900. He's got to get you that, though. Otherwise, there's other guys on the slate that could probably get things done for you. Speaking of other guys, Spencer Turnbull, $7,900 at home against the Cleveland Indians. Turnbull coming off the no-no against the Seattle Mariners. And prior to that, a great start against the Kansas City Royals. He's been very, very effective uh, of late. And we we knew that because last year he showed signs of being very, very good. But back-to-back, just absolute gems. Uh, seven or more Ks in both those starts. Six or more innings, obviously, one and run combined. Six hits combined, so he can give up any hits his last time out. Now, this thing is because usually my golden rule is after a guy throws a no-no or a perfect game, we fade. We fade hard. But two things going for us here. Six-game slate, and he's facing the Cleveland Indians, one of the three teams that's been no-hit twice. So it's like this checks the boxes, and he's not that expensive. Usually the guys that throw no-nos, they get priced up pretty 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 big time. He's only $7,900 facing the Cleveland team striking out 24% of the time versus righties. In the month of May, hitting 221 with a 182 ISO and a 90 WRC+. Low average, below average overall, decent power. So, like, Jose Ramirez might run into one or something. But as a whole, Turnbull at 79. And that's why it's intriguing to me. Maybe save a $1,000 off Blake Snell, go to Spencer Turnbull. Seems like an option on this slate as we start breaking things down. Uh, watching lineups is going to be very critical because, like you say, Kikuchi, not on him right now at 8300 bucks. If the A's throw out a dumpster fire... We could look at that, but I am intrigued by a guy like David Peterson, 7K at home against the Colorado Rockies. I mentioned that wind blowing out to the left on that one, and Peterson's been very, very up and down, like 10.3, 26.9, minus .5, 21.7, 11.9, like 3.9, 34.3. So we've seen the highs and the lows from Peterson. The thing is that causes a lot of those highs and lows. doesn't give a lot of runs. Three and runs or less in every single start except his opener. So his last two for seven starts, three and runs or less, great. Four and two-thirds, seven and a-thirds. One and two-thirds, five, six. He needs to get this this quality start for you. That's always interesting because the walks get in the way. Just different things get in the way with him. What's going good for him, though, is facing a Rockies team that's striking out um, 24% of the time in the month of May versus lefties. If you do lefties on the road, they're striking out well over 30% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So that brings the road Rockies into play against David Peterson at $7,000. Now let's save even more money. Like, this, this is a shame this isn't a big slate with a bunch of pay-up spots at pitching and tons of awesome offensive spots because we actually have some legit punch plays. One is Frankie Montas, $6,200 at home against the lowly Seattle Mariners, one of the three teams that have been no-hit twice. Just disgraceful offense. Got shut down in San Diego. Even Chris Paddock looked like a good pitcher. Like, it's crazy what's going on here. Yeah, Frankie Montas at $6,200. Um, basically, two run runs or less and three straight starts. Three earned runs or less in four, uh, five straight starts. He's gone at least five innings in all five of those starts. Six innings in three of those five. Six or more Ks, or basically four or more Ks in every start. Five or more in three of five. It's just a matter of uh, how deeps he go in the game. Otherwise, he's getting you basically fifteen or more DK points every time. Sixty two hundred dollars. That's outstanding. You get the Seattle Mariners offense, which is dreadful. Twenty six percent K rate against right handed pitchers in the month of may hitting a buck eighty nine with an eighty four or. Yeah, 84 WRC plus. So Montas is 62 checks the boxes in a big way. Because we know what Montas's ceiling can be. He just hasn't found it this year. The Mariners find a way to make the Spencer Turnbull has got you 52 points. I'm not saying Montas is going to throw a no no, but could he give us six or seven strong innings with some strikeouts? Most definitely. So Montas is sixty two is a strong play. And then the last one, bear with me. I had a half a glass of wine with dinner, so I'm not drunk. The Austin Gomber's 5600 bucks at the New York Mets. We've we've been Gomber before, but we've also done very well with Gomber. He's coming off 21.9, six innings, one earned at San Diego. Five and a third, one, no earned at home versus San Diego. At Seattle, five innings, five earned. At Arizona, six innings, two earned. He's gotten you 12 or more points in four straight starts. He's back-to-back 21-plus point starts, 18 or more in three or four starts. He's 5600 bucks. The strikeouts are not an issue, six or more Ks in three straight starts and he's limited the walks the last couple times. As long as he limits the walks, Austin Gomer can be very effective. Now he's facing a New York Mets team. I bet you if you walked into a bar right now, you could tell someone, hey, I will buy you a beer if you can name half of the starting lineup for the Mets. They won't, unless they listen to this show or some other equivalent situation. Because you just don't know them. It's it's a dreadful offense that's just completely beat up by injuries. In the month of May, striking out 24% of the time versus lefties. That's probably gone even worse since they've hit all their injuries. Um, like Cameron Mabin's hitting third. He wasn't even on a roster a week ago. That's where we're at right now. Johnny VR might be their best hitter right now. That's where we're at with the Mets. So Austin Gomer at 5,600. Yeah, baby. You know it. So recapping your pitching. You can pay up for, for Woodruff if you want. Otherwise, it's pretty much Blake's at 89 or you go to Turnbull at 79, Peterson at 7, Montas 62, Gomber 56. Right now, I think I'm having a threesome with Turnbull, Montas and Gomber getting all the bats I want. And in reality, the bats I want aren't that expensive. So I might just maybe leave money on the table. We might just dance and leave money on the table and see what happens in this one. So let's talk about the bats on this slate. Catcher's position, the White Sox one of the teams I love. You got your men Mercedes against the lefty Kim at forty nine hundred. You got Mitch Garver at forty eight versus Means. Means has been very good, but his last two starts been a little rocky. A little bit more John Means of old ever since he had that no no. Um, the Twins they can get going. The right handed bats are very strong. Wind blown out the left field in that game. So Garver at forty eight is intriguing. So is Sean Murphy at forty six, who's crushing everything just not getting all the results for it but the hard contact rate is still very very good so you can pay up the catchers tonight if you want it with Mercedes Garver or or Murphy or save some cash. Uh you got Monty Grandall at 41's been slowly heating up when you begin on Sunday so he's a guy you can take a peek at or uh um, one of my favorite uh saving spots the last week or so is Eric Haas of the Detroit Tigers. He's 3400 versus the lefty Hinches uh like Detroit tonight which is scary for the situation. But he's in play. If you're not using Gomber, uh, Thomas Nito's been swinging it well. He's 3,100 for the Mets. Other than that, there's really nothing like Jake Rogers is 26. If you need a mega punt, he's there. And maybe Rortvet of uh, Minnesota gets to start. He's 2,500, but I doubt he will. But he could if you want to punt. I'd rather just pay 26 for Jake Rogers, 34 for Haas, or pay up at the position if that's how things dictate out on this slate. First base position. Uh, Trey Boo Boo at fifty five. He has been raking right now. Against Shoemaker, love Baltimore tonight. Shoemaker's the pitch to contact doesn't strike guys out. Um, Trey Mancini has four of the last five games of fourteen or more DK points. This is one you can really have a lot of fun with. Trey Boo Boo, so fifty five hundred, you can get on board there. you uh, went deep on Sunday. He likes hitting lefties. So if you are stacking the White Sox, that is one you want to have circled. And then Miguel Sano, welcome back, Miguel Sano. He has uh, six home runs in the last ten games. hitting two ninety seven in the last ten games. Uh, he's averaging 13.3 points over the last 10 games. Um, we also know it's just crushing baseballs again. So he's 4,500 versus the likes of John Means. A few other ones here as you go down. If you want to fade Lance Lynn, Goldie's 41, sure. CJ Cron's 4K versus Peterson. If you want to go that route, I'm still paying up for now. But when you want to start saving some cash, Ryan Mountcastle's 3,500. He's first base outfield against Matt Shoemaker. He's in play for you. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is actually hitting the ball well. He's 3,400 versus hinches He's hitting 317 over his last 10 games. Double-donged a few games ago. He's 3,400. You can put him in your Detroit stacks if you so choose. Same with Jonathan Scope. Those are both intriguing options there. Uh, maybe Kesson here gets the call. He's twenty That'd be nice. Be really nice. And then Andrew Vaughn's 2,200 bucks. First base outfit eligible. And guess who he's facing? A lefty. We know how much he loves the lefties. He took um, a role as Chapman deep in the ninth on Sunday. So we love Vaughn versus a lefty. He's twenty two hundred bucks. First base outfit eligible. This is why you could probably just leave cash on the table if you choose on this night because Vaughn's actually a good play, and he's twenty two hundred bucks. Second base position, uh, Cronenworth. If you're fading Woodruff, fifty one hundred. It's a little steep, folks. But when in Rome, uh, Edmonds forty six. If you're stacking St. Louis, that's in play. Otherwise, uh, save some cash. The likes of Cesar Hernandez. If you're not using Turnbull, Cesar Hernandez is thirty nine hundred. That's not too shabby uh chad Pinder is on fire right now he's 3200 like the overall results aren't great but i, I broke him down for my latest waiver wire column i do the outfield waiver wire column every week at com. that part is free so go check that out and Pinder is less than like five percent owned in yahoo leagues uh he came back from the il and his hard hit rates over 60 percent since his return he's just smoking baseballs he has four doubles and a home run in like the four games he's been back so chad pender at 32 should be in the lineup for lefty and kikuchi you can definitely uh, go that for some value. Nick Madrigal at 3K is on board as well. So a couple of nice numbers for you there. And then Brennan Rogers is back uh, for the Rockies. He's 25 hundo, Uh Put up a 12 spot for you in his last outing. See if he's in the lineup. You're not going to need a lot of value though, but uh, he'd be one if you need it. Third base position. If you're not using Spencer Turnbull, Jose Ramirez at 58. Live, live play for you there. Matty Chapman at 49 versus Kikuchi as well. But you want Moncada at 47. Switch hitting versus Kim uh, Moncada's hitting 393 over his last 10 games. The power still has not completely shown up yet, but he's sitting in the middle of the White Sox order. He's scoring runs. He's getting on base. Definitely got to look at it 4,700. Uh, you got Kyle Seeger at 42. He's always a GPP home run target if you want to go the way, that way for a little value. Uh, switch hitting Heimer Condellari at 36 versus Hinches. Johnny VR switch hitting that leading off for the Mets versus Gomber at 34. So a couple of nice, cheap third baseman options if you need to go that direction. Shortstop position. Tatis went deep again on Sunday. All the dude does is rake right now. He's sixty-two hundred bucks versus Woodruff. Uh, Timmy Anderson's fifty-nine versus Kim. So nice little lefty matchup there for Tim Anderson. I uh, mentioned Tommy Edmond at forty-six. Uh, Nico Goodrum's four th- K. If you're stacking up uh, Detroit, a few others for you like Freddie is hitting second for the O's. He's 3,500, put up 12 points on Sunday, 12-9, 18-217 over his last five games. Hit second there if you expect them, to Baltimore, to pop off. Freddie Galvis, nice little look for you there. Um, uh, I am live, Quentin. I am very live. Um, so don't you – got you there, buddy. Um, also, a- after Freddie Galvis, uh, Willie Adamas now with the Milwaukee Brewers, 3,100 bucks for Blake Snell if I want to be a little contrarian there because Snell could be kind of popular tonight. So that would be a nice little angle to play in that one. Outfield position. Um, Loriano, I love him at 56 versus Kikuchi. Like, I'm a Kikuchi fan, but based on the slate and the matchups I want, I can get some low owned late night Oakland Hammers, and their bats are really, really hot right now. And we've seen Kikuchi. Kikuchi can deal and be phenomenal, but if Kikuchi's off at all, he gets lit up. The bullpen's bad. They just lost Kendall Graveman. Like, it just got worse. So, Loriano at 56 is quite, quite intriguing. Well, Mark Connor's day to day. If he cracks the line, he's 4,800. I like him as well. Uh, Hanniger, if you're stacking against Montas, sure, but I'm not looking to attack Montas at this point in time as we record this podcast. Uh, Alex Kirilov at 42, nice contrarian play versus means. Uh, a few others down here. You got Garrett Hampson at 37 you can use against Peterson. Josh Naylor at 36 if you're not using Turnbull. But like Austin Hayes at 36 leading off for Baltimore. He had a nice little game. I thought it was going to be even better. It started off on fire, but he had a nice eight-point-two four night on Sunday, so he's not bad at 36. Mount Castle mentioned him at 35, but one of my favorite plays on this slate, especially, like, you don't need the value. This is the part that sucks, but I think it's a great play, per, price per dollar. Anthony Santander returned from the IL a few games ago, and he is 3300 bucks. He went deep two nights ago, put up 10 points for you on Sunday, 28 points on Saturday when he went deep. He has hit safely in all three games since his return from the IL. I love him. I love his power. I love his matchup for Shoemaker. 3300 bucks for Santander is a very, very good price tag. If you're fading Blake Snell, Avi Garcia at 32 is in play. Mention Pender at 32. Um, DJ Stewart, you good tournament play at 31. If you're looking to get look for the like a double dong possibility, Will Myers is only 2900. If you're fading Brandon Woodruff, so that's in play for you as well. There'll be tons of value. Love we'll to see what the lineups look like. Like Piscotti's down here. Mazzara's down here. Um, Ref Snyder's been swinging a really good bat for Minnesota. He's only 2400 for means. He's been playing with some of the Minnesota injuries, especially for left-handed pitching. So you can look that route if you went, and again, Vaughn, $2,200. So lots of ways to go on the hitting. I'll recap kind of the idea and the strategy on the bats here in a minute, but uh, we'll check that out. Uh, recapping your pitching. You can go Woodruff up top if you want to be contrarian against San Diego. Problem is striking out less than 20% of the time in May, first right-hand of pitching. You need the strikeouts, especially at that price point. We saw Woodruff when we used him against Kansas City last week. Pitched well, went deep in the game, didn't get any strikeouts, didn't pay off his price tag. When you're at that high, you have to strike guys out. He, he just didn't have it. Could he strike out ten Padres? Of course, but you're just you just kind of have to weigh out the options here, and that's kind of where you sit in that situation. Um, Blake Snow, eighty nine hundred bucks. When you want to talk about strikeouts, there's a lot to be had there against Milwaukee. At the same time, how deep does Blake Snow go? So he's in play at eighty nine. Just risk reward. Understand that. Uh, Spencer Turnbull off the no no. I usually fade the no no guys. Great matchup versus Cleveland. Because you know why. They've been no known twice this year, and they're just a bad offense. Strikes out a ton. Seventy nine hundred dollars for Turnbull. Got Peterson at seven k. But I'd rather save money. Sixty two hundred bucks for Montas. Fifty six for Gomber. Peterson's very much in play. Rocky strike out a lot, so if you want to use him, I get it. But Montas and Gomber at their savings. Big fan of so. My main theory three are Turnbull, Montas, Gomber. Now we want to attack the bats here. I love Baltimore. Huge Baltimore fan because Shoemaker strikes nobody out. So big Baltimore fan. Wrote them all weekend. Gonna keep riding them. I think the White Sox versus lefty, always a big play. that should be very popular. Now you're differentiating things that I like. I like Oakland versus Kikuchi. I like Detroit versus Hinches. Those are both there. What I'm going to recommend is in the Fantasy and Slack chat. We'll talk about it when ownership comes out midday on Monday and whatnot. This is a great slate to get contrarian with the ownership. Like if you see Turnbull's going to be chalky. Okay, go make a Cesar Hernandez, Josh Naylor, Jose Ramirez stack. Like you don't have to go all in if you want. You can, but you can make a mini stack and be fine. Um if you see Baltimore with means is gonna be super chalky. And I like Minnesota anyways, stack the crap out of Minnesota. Stuff like that. So you can play that game, especially on a six game slate. When it's like fifteen games, twelve, fifteen games, it's so spread out, not a big deal. Six game slate, especially with really no studs. There's no like lockdown spot besides Chicago White Sox. There's no lockdown pitchers up top. Like we usually if we don't have any, you know, Bieber's or Scherzers or Coles or DeGroms or any of that. It's all spread out. You can leave money on the table. That's totally fine. Um, and we can play the ownership game if we so choose. So a few different ways to go about it. It's going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, I like Lynn a bit, Patrick. I t- Quentin Patrick, I talked about that. Quentin's in the live chat room, so you'll check that out. I like Lynn a bit. The only problem is lately he's been a bit erratic for the strikeout game we're looking for. He's 9300 bucks. That's the biggest thing I have with him. St. Louis is actually hitting a little bit as well. So it's almost like I don't mind him in a tournament. You can go there. But he's very wishy-washy where I can get the same wishy-washiness cheaper if I want. But then, again, that can come down to leverage. When we start seeing ownership, maybe no maybe no one's rostering Lancelin. But we know the ceiling for Lancelin is 30-something points. You go with it. So that's where he kind of comes into. He's nothing for sure right here, but uh, we go with that, and we're, and we're good to go. But that'll wrap us up this week, everybody. Again, I'm on Twitter at BDN-tric. Um check us out on at rotablar.com. my written contents there the podcast mlb dfs quick hits if you get rate and review on itunes i'd really appreciate it and also you can watch the video on the rotoball youtube channel Uh, subscribe now give a thumbs up like and share really helps us out there but for now good luck on your monday i'll be back with you on tuesday this was mlb dfs quick hits your monday may 24th edition i'm out SuperStart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get up to a $25 gift card after rebate with the purchase of select SuperStart Batteries. Our professional parts people will test your old battery for free and recommend the right battery for your vehicle. For power, performance, and reliability, choose SuperStart Batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.